0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to a heartbreaking edition of Maction here on the Believe Sports Network. Yes, yes, if you hadn't um, watched this week's games, one of my schools, this is Mark Scafini, by the way, former NIU Husky, and Akron Zip. Now, Akron, I wanted 100 thousand percent to be talking about the biggest win since 2018 when you beat Northwestern but oh boy it's it's a tough one Every, if you're an Akron fan and you're a Mac fan this was is this was like very very painful we'd be talking about a victory right now if Dante Jackson Akron's kicker could make a field goal the biggest kick of his life essentially at the last play of regulation now if you didn't watch the game, I don't blame you. Um, I didn't watch the first half. I did watch the a good chunk of the second half, and I watched the overtimes. Um, Dante Jackson, we'd be talking about Coach Joe Red and the Zips getting the biggest win in five years if Dante Jackson can make a field goal. It's that easy. If you didn't watch it, DJ Irons, and he was phenomenal all, all game long for the Zips. And honestly, he was just tremendous. Um, they drive down the field, and I think with about 45 seconds left, they kind of, they were in field goal range. I mean, he had a huge run. It, it was a lot, They weren't passing very well. It was a lot of him scrambling, but the guy was phenomenal. DJ Irons was phenomenal, especially at the end of the game. He was like Superman out there. And it, it's a routine kick, honestly. I, they kind of stopped trying to go for the touchdown because it got so close. I, I want to say it was 25-yard field goal, maybe 30 yards. Um, so you're thinking the guy's going to make, make the kick. Honestly, it, it's like, all you got to do is kick it and it goes in and you win. Um, so then they gave up on the end zone aspect of it, which everybody's going to do the same thing. You go for the safety, unless you can get to the five yard line, you're going to go for the safety of the kick. Unfortunately for Akron fans and for the big 10 win streak that goes back. Oh, many uh, over a decade. I think the 2008. Um, Dante Jackson misses the kick and here we are. <laughs> it's heartbreaking loss. Um, yeah, I mean, it's that simple. Um, there were chances to win in overtime. Uh, it goes, it went to a fourth overtime, which i remember third overtime, maybe I, I, I don't remember exactly, but, um, it, the opportunity was there. I mean, that you never should have gone to overtime. It should have been won on the last play of regulation. It just wasn't because the field goal didn't go in um, Indiana is not a very good big big ten team I and mean, this was a very winnable game Indiana's not good um, they're northwestern Illinois bad and those and north and Nebraska bad they're, they're that's who they are um, and it was uh, it was very painful to watch and then in overtime it came down to the two-point conversion uh, Indiana came up with a tremendous play for their winning two-point conversion it was very creative very good I think um or one of the two-point conversions and in Akron's plays weren't as good in overtime because they didn't their best play was DJ Aarons just making plays on his own and when you start at the five-yard line it's you know it's gonna be hard to uh to kind of come up with that magic when everybody's condensed by the end zone so Whew! A very, very tough, heartbreaking loss for the Zips. Um, I feel I felt for them. I felt for everybody on the team because that one was right in your hands and it got ripped away. And that would have been the signature win for Coach Moorhead. Um, And it just, yeah, it got taken away by the kick. And it's deflating to go overtime too. So I give the Zips credit, um, because it's hard to come back from you know a devastating kick like that when your guy lets the whole team down and misses a a gimme kick, and he he just pulled it. It wasn't it wasn't that close, honestly. It uh it wasn't ever a very good kick at all, and um, devastating loss. But um, yeah, man, I, I was cheering for Akron the whole time, <laughs> the whole overtime. I was cheering and it it yeah, I mean, oh, it sucks. But there are no moral victories in in college sports. So, it's it's a loss, and it puts Akron in a terrible position at one and three. So, you know, I mean, it's there is, just because you got close doesn't mean anything. So, Indiana's a bad team, and you let a bad team sneak away with the victory. So, sadly, that one chalks up to a loss for Akron, and there's no other way to to make anyone feel good. It was a bad loss, um, devastatingly bad loss. Because it rips your heart out, and i you know, it, it, there's not nobody else that they play the rest of the year can give them the satisfaction that beating Indiana would. So there's no way to make up for this. No matter who you beat now, it won't be as good as what you could have had. So uh, Akron will move on next week to play a winless Buffalo team. If they play like that; they're probably going to win, so they'll get their second win. Um, but that's uh, that's next week. Um, Western Michigan at Toledo in uh, one of the max best games of the week, I would say. Um, Western Michigan was winning, or right at halftime, they had a huge second quarter, and I was I was watching, and I was like, I think Western Michigan was winning, and uh, Daquan Finn got hurt, and their backup quarterback came in, um, did equally a nice job. Um, there was like no letdown. Um, because they stormed out, I think they had fourteen unanswered points in the yeah fourteen. Toledo exploded in the third quarter with fourteen, and then scored twenty one in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, Tucker Gleason for Toledo, um, he came in and it was like there was no drop off from Daquan Finn, uh, and they each had a hundred yards basically, so uh, two touchdowns each. I mean, it was just yeah, um, it was like <laughs> like it didn't even matter. Um, but that was definitely a dogfight in the first half. And the second half was all Toledo um, when Gleason came in. So um, I was surprised. I was watching and definitely surprised to see that there was no, nothing skipped the beat once uh, Finn left the game. So uh, Toledo, it clearly looks like the best team in the MacWest. West. Um, I don't think it's even close. Uh, Western Michigan's in huge trouble now at one and three. Um, that's the problem. When you lose all these non-conference games, you're and in you, the first Mac game of the year and you're one and three, 0-1-1 in the Mac. You're, I mean, you're a few games away from your season being over and it's still not even October 1st. So that one is always a tough one because now, you know, you're, you know, you're three games away from six losses. So uh, maybe the Broncos will get, respond. Everyone they play outside of Ohio isn't going to be as good as Toledo. I don't think so. They're, from here on out it should it should get easier um ball state ooh man they they were terrible uh georgia southern i i'm shocked at this but it i'm shocked at the score it's 40 to 3 a home game for ball state i watched a little bit of it but it was so bad in the first quarter you just you couldn't watch it was unwatchable tv ball state had no effort it was just a terrible performance um 40-3 Forty to three to a group of five team. I mean, that's just annihilation. Um, Ball State's one and three now, so their season's also on the brink of being over before it even starts. I mean, it's crazy <laughs> that yeah, the next loss you get, you're one and four potentially. So um, good, good job by Georgia Southern. They won the game. They dominated the game. Um, they were clearly the better team. Ohio Bobcats now four and one after a thirty eight seven win over Bowling Green. Uh, Ohio is looking like the class of the Mac East. They look like they and Toledo should be playing potentially in the Mac championship game. Uh, Bowling Green, I mean, dominated. Again, not a very good performance. They were shut out until the end of the game in the fourth quarter. And Ball State's points, they got their three points in the fourth quarter too. So that was just to get the zero off the board. Um, Bowling Green, same boat. You were dominated the whole game. You got a late touchdown in the fourth quarter to get your seven points. It was 38 to nothing before Bowling Green had scored. Um, Ohio looks good. I, uh, I mean, they look good. I just wish they would have gotten that San Diego State win, and we'd be talking a group of five potential um, New Year's Day. Um, speaking of a team that did have a chance, does have a chance to go to the group of five game, it's Fresno State 4-0, uh, 53-10 over Kent State. I mean, they beat the Living Daylights out of Kent State. Um, and yeah, this game was over at halftime. So... Kent State struggled all year. They're going to continue to struggle. I, there's no no sugarcoating it. They're not as good as the teams they've been playing. Um, Fresno State has a chance right now to be the Group of Five representatives. So um, they're in the Mountain West, and if they go undefeated at this from this point on, they'll probably be the uh, New Year's Six bowl game rep. And next year, they'd find themselves in the College Football Playoff, which is cool. Um, Louisiana from the Sun Belts. Uh, over Buffalo. Buffalo's season is now 0-4, Louisiana 3-1. I don't know what you say about Buffalo. I mean, they're 0-4. You're three games away from being eliminated from a bowl game before October 1st. So Buffalo's got a big game this week at Akron. It's their season on the line, basically. This is now a playoff game for Buffalo. If you lose to Akron, um, who's in trouble themselves at 1-3, Buffalo is zero and five, and you're you're just out of it. I mean, you might as well just fold up the tent at that point because you're not going to win every game the rest of the year. Um, but a bad performance by Buffalo um, got themselves into a hole, and uh, it was unmanned. It couldn't get their way out. So um, Buffalo has struggled this year. That's surprising that they they're zero and four. Central Michigan went on the road to South Alabama and got a W. This was um probably the best game of the best win for the Mac out of the non conference games because it's really like the only FBS win the Jaguars of South Alabama 34 30 congratulations to the Chippewas they get to two and two in the season and they're right back in the thick of bowl race now so um yeah they're they're right back in contention for a bowl game so good job Chippewas Eastern Michigan ooh this is surprising they um they got blanked by jacksonville state who's three and one eastern michigan falls to two and two i'm still guessing they're going to get to a bowl game and, and get to six wins um but this was a bad performance by the eagles uh there's no way to sugarcoat that um not very good by eastern michigan that was a lifeless performance uh just no nothing they had no juice nothing was going for them uh miami of ohio 62, Delaware State. 20, My Ohio looks pretty good too um, right now at 3-1 in the MAC East. Uh, Delaware State's an FCS school, so that's an expected win. And we'll finish last week with Tulsa going into DeKalb to play Northern Illinois. Um, Northern Illinois, I have no idea what, what's going on uh, with my former team. They look terrible. <laughs> they seem to look worse Week by week, they somehow managed to look worse. I I don't understand it. Um, They started great, lost to college. They've lost three games since. Um, They put in multiple quarterbacks this time. Um, Rocky Lombardi looks absolutely terrible as the starting quarterback. I wouldn't even play him the rest of the year. So they finally benched him after he fumbled into the end zone. And gave up a safety. You know that's not why they lost. Like, you can't say that's the one play why they lost. Um, Defense has played pretty well. Tulsa's terrible, by the way. They were awful. They have a team that's not good. <laughs> and they looked, they didn't look good, but they looked better than um, NIU, um, whose best offensive plays came via Justin Lynch on a QB draw. Outside of that, they had really no offense, um, like nothing. And he's your third string quarterback. Slash, he's really not a quarterback. He's a running back who takes snaps because uh, he doesn't throw the ball at all. But he's listed as a quarterback. I think so. Um, I, I don't get, and I use problems. I mean, their offense is just non-existent, and they haven't. I guess they haven't won a home game. They lost eight straight home games, I think, which is hard to hard to believe. You have lost eight straight games at home. Um, but yeah, their season is going no place as of right now. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win very many more games the way they're playing. Um, this week, it's a whole nother challenge for the Huskies as they will take on the Toledo Rockets. And I'm afraid NIU is going to go to one and four. Um, that is just the reality of where they're at in, in life right now. Um, let's move ahead to this week's games. We got uh, mostly Mac games. I, is there any non Mac games? Oh, yeah, Bowling Green at Georgia Tech. So that probably is going to go great. Um, but Buffalo at Akron, ESPN. Plus. Uh, this is noon Eastern time. On ESPN Plus, um, this is going to be a fairly competitive game. The lines at two and a half. Um, based on the way Akron played last week, as long as they don't let the hangover of the devastating loss to Indiana, now granted, beating Buffalo isn't going to make you feel better about losing to Indiana. There's just no comparison to the two games. This is a bad Mac team that's zero four. You just lost, barely lost to a big team that you should have beaten if you could make a kick. So I'm going to pick Akron here because I think they're going to recover in time to beat Buffalo. And Buffalo has just struggled, so I'm going to go with uh, the zips on this one to get that second win of the year. One uh, thirty Eastern time, Eastern Michigan at Central Michigan. This is a battle of two 2-2. Two. Um, Central Michigan's favored by 7.5. I'm guessing Central Michigan's probably going to win. I, based on how Eastern's played against UMass and then last week at Jacksonville State, they don't look impressive by any stretch. So I'm going to go with the Chippewas at home to get the 3-2. and two. This isn't a do-or-die win for either team. The winner's going to be 3-2. and two, The loser's going to be 2-3. and three. So to get the six wins for both of them, I think it's still realistic. Um, this is going to help whoever wins, but I'm going to go with the Chippewas because I think they played a little bit better than Eastern has Eastern's been inconsistent. Um, Miami of Ohio, same time. Uh, no, actually two thirty Eastern ESPN Plus. A lot of ESPN Plus this week. Um, at Kent State, it's a fifteen point spread. Miami is three and one. Look for them to easily get to four and one in Kent, Ohio. Uh, Kent is struggling. And Miami should get the W here. Should get to four and one. So there are going to be a couple teams in the MAC who have good records. At least three of them. Um, that's not a lot. Not a lot out of twelve, but it's at least three. Uh, bowling Green at Georgia Tech, ACC Network, three thirty Eastern time. Oof. Georgia Tech is a twenty-two point favorite. Georgia Tech's not very good. They're good enough to beat Bowling Green though at home. So I'm definitely going to go with Georgia Tech, the rambling wreck here with a home victory. I don't know if they'll cover it at 22, but Georgia Tech can blow them out. In theory, they can win by 35 or they can win by 15. So Georgia Tech's kind of hard to judge because they don't play well every week. Two um, thirty Eastern uh, uh, Central, three thirty Eastern. Ball State and Western Michigan. Ball State. Not looked good so far against anybody really. Uh, Western Michigan, they're a better team, I think. I'm pretty sure. Like this, the loser of this game, if they're both one and three, the loser of this game's season is essentially done at one and four. It's a one point spread for Western Michigan. Uh, it's basically a pick 'em game, but I like Western Michigan in this one. I don't like how Ball State's played. Really, I don't really like how they they have. They played it all so far this year. Um, Western Michigan, I think, has played better, um, especially last week in the first half um, against Toledo. So I think Western Michigan, if they play the same way they did last week, I think the Broncos come out of this one with a W. Um, and finally, uh, I don't think it's the game of the week. I'm not sure why it got the ESPN U um, time slot or window. NIU at Toledo is does not appear to be a close game. Um, the, the Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, probably should have been the ESPNU game, but it's not. Um, NIU has looked terrible. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. They've looked really bad on offense. I mean, they have essentially they don't have an offense going at this point with a seventh-year starting quarterback. You would expect more than what you're getting. The guy is throwing for nothing per game. So I don't know who's starting the game, uh, DaQuan Finn if he's playing for Toledo, and even if his backup, I mean he's great. So that's I mean if, if he's playing and Toledo's hitting, this game's gonna be a blowout. Um, and uh, you just can't score the ball. I mean they're just they don't score at all. They don't they don't really get first downs either. It's it's very hard to watch if you haven't watched any of the games. They're very hard to watch on offense. Their defense is playing well given how bad the offense is playing. So, yes. I'm going to go with Toledo overwhelmingly picking Toledo on this one. And I don't know if NIU can win another game this season the way they're playing. Honestly, they played Kent State at the very last... I think the last week. That might be the only game they win. If they continue playing like they've been playing for three weeks, I don't see them winning another game until potentially the last one. I think Akron's going to beat them the following week in Akron. So... um. We'll see with the Huskies pull out if they're gonna continue what they've been doing against a Toledo team who might be the best team in the Mac um, Toledo's gonna get their fourth win. I mean I'm not gonna not even gonna pretend that there's a, this is gonna be a game because Toledo if they're on and hitting on their all cylinders they're they're gonna win this game easily because um, NIU just really doesn't score more than 10 points And if Toledo scores 30 well there you go. it's pretty easy. Uh, pretty easy game there um there are there are some teams in trouble this week in terms of where you're gonna fall in the standings i mean you're not max standings but overall that seventh loss is what eliminates you from a bowl game and if buffalo were to lose they're only two games away from that and that's pretty scary when you're in october well, technically these games will be over before October 1st. If you've got 5 losses before October 1st, you're you're not going to any bowl game. I and mean, let's just be realistic here. So, some of these teams with 4 losses, you're also not going to a bowl game most likely. If you've got 4 losses with 2 months of the season left. Um So, this is a big week in some aspects. The 3 and 1 teams, I'll, they're probably all going to 4 and 1. Um, Ohio doesn't play this week. But the three and one teams, they should get to four and one. The one win teams, there's going to be a few one and four teams probably after this week. And then there, there could be an 0 oh and five. And then it's half the league is on the verge of bowl elimination before October 1st, which is not great. Um, but that is the preview for next week. This week, the heartbreaking loss last week for Akron, uh, still, I don't even want to think about it because I'm a Zips fan inside and that was painful to watch come back next week for more believe um sports network action um if anything happens big in the world of college football i'll be more than happy to update it next week um the cool thing about the washington state oregon state game last week you know for the two leftovers in the pack two I don't know if anyone's really following it. I mean, they are doing everything in tandem. So, like, they had the mascots roll out there in the golf carts together. They did like the bands played each other songs. You would think they're the same school, and they're like because they're lockstep in everything they're doing together, working together until the game started, and then they were for three hours they were enemies. But as soon as the game ended, they were right back to being partners, which is kind of cool in what's going on in college sports. Um, that these two rivals are now like sister schools um who and they both they both said they're probably going to end up with the mountain west schools it's just a whether they're called the pack 12 the pack 14 or the those two will just go to the mountain it just depends on the assets of the pack twelve. but that's i thought that was cool uh, that those two are working together uh next week yeah check the mac games out this week a lot of espn plus and it should be easy to watch if you have the ESPN app. If not, Buff Streams is the way to go. That is the one I'm promoting now, Buff Streams. It's super easy to watch all these games for free if you don't have any of these channels. Buff Streams, Google it. It comes up like dot i a dot app something. And it's like a re- it comes up in the big window, all the little feeds below it. I don't bother clicking those. The so game that you want is going to show up in a big box normally up top. Click it once and there's no ads normally it just pops up and starts working so you don't need any of these special subscriptions the one i've been using to watch a lot of them is buff streams and it's pretty good Um, there's very little uh, glitchiness or buffering on it so far Um, but have a great week everybody i will see everyone back here for uh, a roundup of football from this weekend Um, i'm sure some teams are going to four and one I'm sure we're going to have some one and fours. So uh, have a great weekend, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.